going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yes, 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 my peoples. We are back again with another episode of the VAR Bar Podcast. Yeah, we didn't have an episode last week. We apologise. But boy, we've got an action-packed episode for you guys today. I've got my boys in the building. What are you man saying? Mm, we yes. What it do, what yeah. it do. We're, we're good, back man. again. It's a sad oh, day. Yeah. Sad day. You know, <laughs> I might have a bit of energy, but you know what? Life came to me this weekend just to see where we are. But we'll, we'll, we'll go into Arsenal. Um, as some people there said, it's been a sad day. Um, some United, might, United fans might say it's a good day. Um Earlier, we just found out the news that Ole has been relieved of his duties as United manager. This comes back off, um, I don't even know what to name it. I mean, Andy, you might have words. Not not even humbling, just humiliating, tragic um, defeat to Watford. I mean, you you lose games. That was shambolic. It's only right we will start out the United fans. Um, I, I don't even know what to ask you guys after watching that. That, that performance Prez um, I know you had a lot of words to say what yeah. happened did he? Um, yeah man what first thing we're going to say is like yeah let's begin with the game innit? let's begin with the game because I sat through that game watching it like with not real any real emotion because for me last time I was on the pod I said that Ole shouldn't even be in the job anymore so me watching the game with him still in charge was with no real hope no real feeling no real emotion towards it and even looking at the players as they came out of the dressing room um before the game there just seemed to be a disinterest there just seemed to be a, a lack of energy a lack of focus um nobody really seemed up for the game and i think for me that was that showed me that they've actually stopped playing for ole like and i think that was the last thing that ole really had um in terms of you know being able to do something with these players because tactically we said he's inept. We said that he wasn't good enough. Um, and But he did have the support of the players and he was able to create an atmosphere in the dressing room that was positive. Um, so to, to no longer have that and, and to almost have players turning, almost turning against him, um, even though, you know, players wouldn't say that openly, but the performance showed otherwise. Um yeah, it it just showed that it was it was there was no other real direction this could have gone apart from from him getting sacked. So sorry, you said mentioned that. Do you reckon players were turning against him? Yeah, I think there were behind the scenes. Um, obviously there has been more information about you know players' feelings and you know goings on inside the club. There's been more information leaked than I can remember as a supporter um, in these last like two, three weeks. Then you know, then I can remember you know a journalists coming out and saying this information has come out about a player being displeased about them not knowing what they're doing in training. And you know, when you begin to hear these things, it kind of it is it, basically undoing all the work that Oli did initially to get a good uh, a good. Um, feeling uh, around the club and just on the back of that as well Prez I, yeah. I don't know if any of else heard this but apparently David De Gea did um, an interview where he literally yeah. said we something about how we don't know how to defend or we're not taught how to defend yeah yeah he he said that he he actually did say that in the, the post-match interview that he did oh. um so it wasn't in secret or anything he actually so opened they don't know what they're doing 
don't know what they're doing. They don't, they don't know how to defend. Um, and for me, that's a, a direct finger pointed at the manager. I don't think that, I think he could have dressed it up in a different way in terms of if it was meant for something else. But I think that's a clear indication that they're, they're not being coached um, but, to, but, to a certain, to a certain way. What, I'm sorry, you're buying 18 million. You, yeah. Like you, to what extent do you agree to that? Like that yeah. you don't know how to defend? Like, Honestly, watching the game, like I watched it and, you know, I, you know, I don't I despise Man United. However, just watching it, it was like, what is this? And what is Maguire up to for that Saar goal? He's backing away when Saar is about to shoot and it, it didn't make sense to me. So Ole is the one that has to tell them everything they need to do on the pitch. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think this comes back to my original point, really, of them just not having real any real interest in the game um and whether that's on the back of not no longer supporting the manager but I mean there was a clear I saw it for minute one even before they stepped on the pitch that these players do not look up for it today and I really did feel I didn't think it was going to be that bad uh, in terms of the scoreline but I knew that you know this was not going to be a plain sailing game um and it turned out that turned out to be the case um so yeah man do you know what yeah I think now, actually, let me let me let you go to to, to charm on you before we get get into Ole properly, man. Thanks for directing me. Because obviously, we want to hear from United boys before we open up to everyone else. So, Char, I mean, you have been quite open, yeah, in your backing of Ole. Now he's mm-hmm. gone. Um, how are you feeling? Um, <laughs> I think I sort of made a joke earlier that I feel like it's it's a bit of a sad day. Um, anyone that's connected to the club, um, first and foremost, Ole. Um, like he he will always be a legend at the club, obviously, simply because he scored the biggest goal um, in our club's history. Um, that such the, that's the biggest cap, man. Anyway, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he's always going to be a legend at the club. Um, but you see what happened with, with with Frank Lampard and Chelsea. Like you get to a point when when obviously results are are untenable. Um, and I think I've said it a couple of times. I even must have tweeted it. Um, but there's no harm in it in being the, the bridge manager. Did I believe he could go on to do great things? Yeah, because obviously we had improved season on season out. But um, I think it's just caught up with him. I think the expectation that came with the season um, has has highlighted his flaws um, in terms of his tactical flaws. And I think uh, what he done was create a good a good atmosphere. Um, and obviously the the the, the world class players produced. Uh, because they bought into it, but I think, um, and obviously from the rumors I've heard with 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 players coming out, and and as Perez said, there's been a lot of rumors circulating about players sort of speaking to agents or whatnot. Um, that I think, yeah, tactically they're going away to like their in national teams or or they're speaking to their national uh, national team players, and they're realizing that they just have a, a different level of, of of obviously tactical awareness. And I think yeah, that's just what's caught him out in it. So. It's a sad day, but but yeah, it was something that had to happen, obviously, um, simply because obviously the results were, were untenable. Can, I, can uh, I ask you guys something? I was going to come to you because you're quite vocal already when Charles is saying. Like in the, in the summer, yeah? Did mm. you guys foresee, foresee this happening? No, no, of course not. No one did. The club didn't. We didn't. Because I, did. I said... I did. All right, well, you, yeah. Anyway. Well, why, why didn't you? It's my question. Because... Was it pride? Was it was you just no, 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 no. And Andy, I know what you're trying to do. I, yeah, I know yeah, what you're trying I'm, to do I'm here. Just, but like, let me ask you a question. Then. Yeah, I'll ask you questions. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question. Doing, I'll you're, doing a, you're doing a loaded question thing. I'll I mean, ask you, I'll but but present, present chat, present chat. To be honest, to be honest, I saw it coming as well. 
Okay. I think most most people did. No, I, I don't agree with that because I feel like yeah. there's Man- there's Manchester United fans <laughs> that actually have uh, genuine support for the club, no matter who is in charge, right? So I think Ole, year on year, I've always had my question marks about Ole and you can pull up the tapes. I even said, went as far as saying, I don't think Ole is the guy to take us to the promised land in terms of a Premier League. I even said that with my chest. But at the end of the day, Ole has made improvements year on year since he started. That's the bottom line. And to have faith in your team and expectations of your team that he'll go on to do more is just a natural, being a fan, is a, bro. Is a natural <laughs> thing as a fan. So, uh, okay, this, to, hang so, on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Call, all this calling out stuff that are um, I foresaw this and outside looking in this is what I knew would happen right to is bullshit because at the end of the day as a mm. fan it's not bullshit the, these me, are the expectations these are the expectations that you have as a fan so no it's not what, whatever, no, it's not. whatever you yeah. say from this point from this point Andy I don't have to agree with by the way but go ahead I mean Prez Prez you said he made changes just to be clear what changes has he made alright I, I can answer this go on go on I can answer this so throughout the I think I saw a tweet, um, obviously from from um, Top Reds um, on on Twitter, and then since obviously all this time he's um, introduced obviously Bruno Fernandez, um, Mason Greenwood. Um, we beat I think City three times in a row. He's rebuilt the squad. As much as people want to question question his tactical awareness, he's definitely made us a, a, a team that people people spoke about towards the beginning of the season. Um, our unbeaten record. Um, we've got we've got we've got a record now under him. Like he has done a lot of good things, and then I, he, there's obviously been times when there's been blips. And I'm not even gonna sit here and say, "Well, people wrong saying that for calling him out." No, of course not, because because obviously at the end of the day, he has fallen short. However, as 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 Prejudice alluded to, as a fan, I don't see why it was ever a problem to look at it from a a standpoint that every season we have actually improved, <laughs> and and not factually, no one can tell us otherwise. So to, to have for, for me, to, for me, for me, on, for, me for me, yeah, that that particular point that every season you've improved in terms of like points wise and players incoming wise, yes. But I think like on the pitch, it hasn't. There has been no. There's been zero improvement actually for me, and this is why I was saying that. Yes, last season you finished second, but like Shalom said in, in a couple of pots ago, like you didn't look like the second best team last year. But obviously, you finished second based on your points, but you didn't look it on the pitch. So I, so I even said, like, this is not going to bode well and this is not going to be sustainable coming into this season. You man said, yeah, because you've added, you've, you're adding more players to your team. Fair enough. And this is where we are. So therefore, therefore me saying, or me foreshadowing wherever, wherever it's happening, or you Andy, not agree to do it. Do you want us to just say, you don't have to, no, no, you don't have to agree with it. You don't, you don't have to agree with it. I don't understand your fans of your club, but the way you played last season, in the vast majority of games, you can't tell me, yeah, we were sick. We're going to take this to the next Andy, season. Do you, want us, do you want us to clap for you or something? I don't know. Now, now answer my question. You can't, you can't tell me that you, that's Bro, what you thought. We finished that's second. It's okay, wait, wait. By the way, 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 Drew, Drew. Answer my question. Answer my question. Did you play well last season? At times we did, yeah. We didn't, we went unbeaten. We went, we went unbeaten the whole season away from home. Even, even, even that, even that, was it, was the vast majority of the games that you were unbeaten away, was it merited? Your statement earlier, you said that we didn't like the best second team. Now explain to me what the best second team looks like. Who's the best second know. team now? Now, nah, obviously, on pay, I can't argue go. that. So you, no, no, nah, listen, listen. So I can't, I no, no, but I already, said, I already said I can't argue that because obviously, <laughs> points-wise, you were the best second team. Fair enough. Oh, anyway. But on the pitch, 
right. where you played, where, 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 where you grinded out your results. This is all fine. It didn't look like it. This is all fine. Yeah, present chair. Sorry for cutting you off. The reason why I think what Drew's trying to trying to say is that when I made that statement last last season when I said United were second but they don't play as the second best team in the league is one thing that you guys were bailed out United were bailed out by your by, by particular players so you you weren't playing as a team that, that that I feared and I, this is this is me going a step further I feared a Mourinho United team than an Ole United team and despite Mourinho's faults, you knew he was coming there to do something. He, his team had purpose. Ola's team doesn't have any purpose. And that's the clear difference in my eyes. Because I've got a question. Go on for, then, but before, yeah. but let me, Just to respond to Shalom quickly. Yeah. Um, that's, that's fine because <clears throat> I feel like we've, we've touched on Ole's tactical deficiencies and his inability to to take control of a game tactically and actually give instructions to his players. We've touched on this multiple times up to this point, mm. but that does not take away from the fact that as fans, we can have expectations of our club and what we expect our club to do with the players. We call that, that delusion over here, man. You call you can call it what you want, but well, over that, it's, it's, it's not delusion. It's, it's a fan expectation. It's a fan expectation. It's not delusion. But Drew can't get his head around it. It's a delusion, uh, tabs, bro. Because tabs, if you tabs gone, man. My my point was basically going to be about um, you know everyone moaning right now saying Ole was not the guy or whatever. But I'll always say this with this United thing is that every time when you get a new manager, it's yes, this is the manager, this is the guy. Because we've gone on and beaten one, we've won four one, we've done this, we've done that, we've done that. No one was complaining. At what point are you guys going to hold these players accountable? Because it's been four managers, and every time it seems to be the manager that is getting the fingers pointed at, and no one is actually pointing out the players not showing up for the managers. Like it, like, and, and this is this is every manager. I'm not just talking about Ole. This is now just every player. Because you, no I one, mean, like, but, okay, to answer that question, because no one is going to sack every single one of their players. Like, no, I get the point. We have sat here, pod after pod holding. after pod. We we always at the players. Was no, it not time? Was it not time? No, and to pod, every, people are laughing that. like week in after week. So I, I yeah, don't understand. Okay, there's, there's certain individuals, but then there's individuals that don't get called out. Like who? Know, oh, who? Like, like, like the Mourinho versus Pogba beef. Everyone oh was God. on Pogba's side okay, so saying now, that, oh, but Pogba, Pogba's been doing the same old dog shit for two years. Okay, do we not, does, he not, does he not get pulled up? No, he doesn't. Oh, no, he doesn't. Right. Because right, at the start man. of the season, when he when he had seven assists, what were he saying? Nah, chat, 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 chat for Pogba, though. Right, but it's, it's right, you know, no, do you know but, what I think it is as well? Sorry, Tabo. I get. I kind of see Tabo's coming from, and this goes back to I think Andy. No offense, Calvin. Before you jump on me, you've been quite vocal about this. It's Tottenham and the poison. I feel not saying that's the same with United because how many managers have Tottenham now had but still can't get it right? But it's a player's problem. So then, but, so the, where, but the thing so is, but the thing is, United United got genuine world class players though. Like but Tottenham have players. Well. Sure that, that comes right. is going to fix that as well. If Mourinho has failed, like a world class manager has come and failed in that system, and Ole came and sort of everyone was saying he made it better than what Mourinho was doing, but now they've got rid of Ole. Ole has a better team. So it, it, this is what makes it even more glaring mm. that he's not able to do anything with the, the better players that he's had. But he has. But 
another thing that I'll mention is Ole has, you know, a lot of people said that because Ole is the one in charge, he wouldn't be able to attract big players to the club. Right. Even, you know, given given that to him, he was still able to do that. So he was able to bring in Varane, Ronaldo, Sancho, uh, Bruno Fernandes, that. those players there. But he wasn't able to translate it on would onto you, the pitch. Would you say that, um, obviously, Ole being in charge meant that all the other oh, legends right. became involved with the team? So, like, uh, Gary Neville, whoever, and all these people could have influence to then come and chat to the players as well. For instance, Ronaldo, say, yo, bro, you need to come and whatever. Even if they're not coming for... Um, for Ole himself, but as a collective to try and get United back to the top. Would you say that was one of the reasons? At the, Some end, of at the, reasons? At the, at the end of the day, like... They still have to choose to come. It's, it's, yeah, they still have to come. I feel, like, I feel, like, there's, like, I feel like there was so much of an input from all these other guys. Like, but you can't you can't put it down to that, man. Right, let me give you, you an example, um, Tabs. Yeah, you remember mm. when um, David Moyes was it was local and then we wanted, yeah. to, sign, um, we wanted to sign Tony Cruz? Mm-hmm. It... Do you, do, you, do you see it like not not just because we were well, Manchester United? I don't mean that we can just get anyone and anyone unless they believe in 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 the building that they're walking into. So obviously the players that we attracted, Varane, Ronaldo, more, more times time the, the deals are not even done by Ole and that. The but deals it, are done by the club. No, 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 I'm not saying Ole done the deals, but he, they still have to choose to come and work for him. Because at the end of the day, yeah, cool, the club might do it, but you're still going to have to come and work under this manager. Some mm. players sign most of the time for managers. So mm. regardless of the way you want to sort of tee up, the reason so why United, what, so, the reason why we came into the season with expectations, United for bread though, it's because then, yeah, of course it's bread, but. But then that's my point. That so all these players bought into whatever Ole said to them on the first day of the season or uh, first day when they signed, when Bruno Fernandes signed, when Ronaldo signed. They all bought into whatever philosophy he had. So why is it that um, in November, yeah, you guys now are turning, and because I'm not saying you as in your personal, just the United fan base think it could be better or whatever. And it goes down to what Andy was saying and what Shalom was saying. All you have to do is watch the games, bro. That's what what these men are saying, that last year, the same thing was happening. You were able to at least come back from behind, you know, the two ones, West Ham, them them type of games. But it was happening last year. I'm sure we're going to have more... It's a a different dressing room now, but yeah. What's so funny about what I said? I, I feel we're gonna have plenty of more discussions as you know now the the next candidate gets uh, lined up. Um, but as Prince said, there it's all about the game. So let's just quickly touch on the actual game itself before we move on. Um, let's just give some flowers to Watford. Um, again, the new managers come there. Um, they were superb. Um, I think it was a rightful, rightfully that they won the game. Um, you know, I did show some spirit and some fight, but obviously Watford just overcame that. So shout out Watford. But for Char and um, Prez, like, what went wrong you for that game? Because <clears throat> the red card wasn't too later on. Yeah. Um, so I don't really feel we can use that. But yeah, Watford really, I think we all backed you guys to win. Yeah, I, I can go quickly. Um, yeah, no, I think it was a calamitous performance in it from the minute one. I think as Press said, even the lead up to the game, I was watching these players thinking these guys aren't on it. Like, you know, like just by little mannerisms, they were like speed. I think they were almost like walking bare fast into like change rooms just before the game. They were just like looking around at each other a bit, bit clueless, no real energy, no, nothing about it. And from minute one, we just, we lacked any composure. The ball was just up in the air for, I think, for the first five minutes. And then um, when we did get it down, it just seemed very, very open. Um, they had a front three, I think, of 
Josh King, that Dennis and Saar. Um, and they just run us like riot. If if anyone knows how to play against United, it, it's simple. Just just get pace um, in between the channels, and especially when it's Lindelof and Maguire. And and yeah, we just got to run riot. Um, Saar was just yeah, was just obviously he um, he missed two pens, but that just shows how like it, that's why when the game was finished, like, there was no there was no sentiment to me. I, I just knew he he was gone. Um, in terms of after that performance, because the, the, the whole game was just well second best. The red card was just a formality for me. Um, that just a shocking performance from a, a guy that's that looks like he's still drunk from from Magaluf in the summer. Um, he, yeah, it's, it's just poor, poor. Every everyone's poor. The only shining light, quote unquote, was um, uh, Van der Beek's little cameo. Um, it's just sort of poetic justice that um. Like he scored the last goal of of Ole's turn, um, turn after after not after not playing him the whole time. But oh, that goal um, was sick as well. Yeah, 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 yeah no, can I also comment by the way? On um, I mean, Andy, you um, I mean, I didn't watch the game live, but you were watching it, and you said San- Sancho was thinking. I felt like that was one of uh, Sancho's better games. Yeah, it's definitely in the one of his better game. It's like the crossing, the crosses he was putting in, like there were like three dangerous chances he put in. Yeah, no, he played. Bro, he, is that is that not his bread and butter? He played. He played. No, no, played. no. I'm just saying. You you literally said he stunk, bro. So you know no, what I mean. No one, no, no one played no. well in the first half. Second half, he played alright. That's that's it. No one played well in it. Uh, I agree, I agree well. with that. I agree. To, with what, to what to what extent, Tarbs was Ronaldo blocking the young boy? <laughs> 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 you don't like uh, that. Uh, Ronaldo is not existent, bro. Let's not let's not do that. Mm. We're, we're, we're gonna Assistant. see how United carry on now. I said next few days, um, a lot will be happening in the United camp. We're hearing that it's gonna be Darren Fletcher is gonna be um, <laughs> manager. So we'll see how he gets on. That one is that even more carry, baffling. Carry, why, why, carry, why, why is the why is the person that was part of a field staff? Like, this is what I don't understand. I don't like, get that. It don't make sense. We're, we're, we're replacing a a caretaker with a caretaker. Like it's just it's just you can't write. Right, you, you know where we're getting where he's he's only going to be in charge of the games up to the point when we get an interim. Yeah. So to be fair, if I'm being honest with you, I I think this is the best course of action given the circumstances in terms of waiting for the end of the season to get what obviously we people define as uh, a, a, a world-class manager. I think we just Who need to almost... Who do you guys want? Prez Chow? Prez, uh, you, can, you can answer this one first. Ten, Ten Hag is my, my number one pick to the point where I'm almost like I don't even want anybody else to come through the door. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> why, why Ten Hag? Um, I think what he's doing with Ajax at the moment, especially like the way he's got them playing, I think they're undefeated in the Champions League at the moment. And he's just, his, his style of football is... He's a top coach. Isn't he's, a, he's just, a, he's a great coach, man. And I feel like he would do even better with um, a, a better set of players. I, th- I feel like he's got some talented young players in his team, um, but he's obviously developing and nurturing those players. But even with, you know, with a better squad, like the one we have, I feel like he could do great things. But again, their man have to be willing to do that. And they're not. Time and how, time how again, do you mean? How do you mean? Like I'm saying that it always starts finding all like, oh yeah, these players are world class players and all of that. Those is young Ole, players, is Ole a good coach. No, but it's not about that. At the end of the day, like we, like our, the point I was making earlier is that the ba- the very basics of the game, these players are not wanting to do that for anyone. To be fair, to be fair, Ten Hag might be the first coach these men have got at the top of their game because if you think about it, Moyes was never gonna was never a world class talent, right? LVG was towards the back end. Mourinho was towards the wash then and then Oli is not a top manager and Ten Hag is at the peak of his powers as it is right now so 
Yeah, that's as good Me as it's going to get, to be honest. Mm. I, I'm split. Um, I'm if if we're going for okay, so it's two it's two schools of four in it. If we go, if we're going for a project manager, as I like to put it, um, then yeah, I'd probably go with IX boss. Um, in terms of um, if we're gonna if we're gonna sort of go by that principle of like almost like a philosophy, then then let's do that. I think given the certain players we have now, and 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 it's the it's the problem with not problem because um, he's he's obviously delivered for us, but the Ronaldo and Varane and Baguio and all of these senior Matic, all of these senior players that we have, and I think. We're probably going to go the route of the next two to three years hiring a coach that can bring immediate, which obviously then makes you baffled because we let Conte go two weeks ago. But I think the club are going to do what they can to to get a manager that will come in for two, three years and, and hopefully set up a foundation to which we can go and challenge the big things. And if that doesn't happen... And then we'll, I think we'll go for the for the for the um, sort of for the coach. But then personally, I'd like to go for the the coach straight away. But but obviously, I said, look, we've got big egos now in our dressing room at the moment, and, and I think you you need a manager who's who's able to control that. It's, it's unfortunate because there are a lot of the the players that we have right now that are in their peak, their peaks yeah. at the moment, yeah. and um, there's also players who are displeased with the amount of playing time that they've got and are probably closer to the exit door than they are currently staying. Um, and that's just down to some of the shortcomings that, that Ole, Ole has come across as the United manager, which is unfortunate. That's also also something that the manager who comes in will have to deal with and accommodate. And then there was one. Um, as Andy said earlier this week, or yesterday, in fact, um, it's only Mikel Arteta left. Um, from the former managers, we had Frank, who unfortunately got sacked by Chelsea. Now Ole gone, so it's just Arteta. So what, Andy? Did Arteta win? That says yeah, more man. about you, man. Allow it. Come off, yeah, that. man. But uh, yeah, then, then Chelsea. I mean, Arteta that, is the only one with a Allow that. Oh Arteta my is god! The wow, bro, is this what you were saying? Your your energy has switched. Here up we go. Yeah, yeah, no, man. yeah, this is from I, the start Chelsea, of the season. Can't do no, this, but it's not even. I've always kept this energy. No, you haven't. You haven't. Wait, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? So I've never brought up that Arteta was better because he won a trophy. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Lampard and Ole. Come on, you you were screaming him out. Yes, him out doesn't mean that I don't think that he was better. Uh, than move him. on, move on. Uh, anyway, what I mean, the hell? Oh, you're you're on your 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 bro, your bar is so flat far on the Wait, floor. It's can sad. I ask you a question? Is that statement wrong? That out of the three, Arteta has the trophies. That so doesn't he's that doesn't take away from what oh, you were moving or like how well, you. He's got something to show. If he if we, if he was to quit today, the bar is on the floor. Still, we'd still be like, oh, Arteta's won us a trophy. Monia, you might answer your question, man. Arteta won, man. <laughs> That's a one. Nah, it's not even like a boasting, because Andy, you were saying that as a joke, but yeah, I'll tell you this now. Nah, I mean, you said that with your smile on the face. Uh, of course, I did. Arsenal probably had their first big challenge since you know a shocking start to the season. They bounced back, <laughs> getting some what I think it was seven or eight games undefeated. Everyone knew that this was going to be the real test to see where Arsenal actually are, and unfortunately, um, Arsenal were Arsenal and just you know got brought back down to earth. Um, they went to Anfield hoping for some. I mean, I came into this game thinking, yeah, we we, we might not win, but we will we'll lose respectfully. I don't know if the scoreline is fair, but you know it is what it is. Um, they left Anfield with zero points, zero goals, and um, four goals conceded. Um, let me just go straight to the level fans because obviously there was some 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 noise coming into this game. Um, with your injury list, people thought you were broken again. Um, however, I think you've proved the doubters wrong. Um, 
And yeah, a great performance, not going to lie. Um, and I mean, Kenna, you're already getting your mic ready. I, I, let me go to you then, because I think you've got a lot to say. Um, how pleased were you with the performance against your um, against Arsenal? To be honest, um, on hindsight, I think that's probably our second best performance of the season after Atletico at home. From start to finish, bro, we, we were in control. We were essentially like in second, third. We went through the gears of where we started a bit slow. And I think up until that Teta and Klopp incident, bro, we we turned it up after that. Um, and the fact, I, I'll have to so I think up, I think up, up until that moment, Arsenal went good for, to be honest. Well, what? I think up until that moment, the first 20 to 30, I think Arsenal were in control. But I don't continue. think they, yeah, they yeah. didn't have a chance. Throughout the we game, we, we weren't in control. control. Come on, man. I'll explain, man. I'd say, I'll explain. I'd say off the ball, they were kind of... Off the ball, they man. definitely were. Yeah. Is, is, um, isn't just, that what a good argue, team's supposed to do? Wait, uh, just to argue about the, the 4 nils not fair. 4 nil flattered you in, in the end of it because even if you look at XG, we were like 3.5, but we missed about two, three other chances of where on another day, we, we absolutely turned us over. But I was really happy with our um, performance, man. I'm in field, excellent. Defenders, Shimikas and Trent, excellent. Van Dijk back to his peak. Just everyone, the front three, I think all of them got on the score sheet, plus Minamino. It was just, it was genuinely probably the perfect performance from us across the board. And then we end up with uh, um, Thiago, Fabinho and Henderson at least for 20 minutes. So we ticked every single box, man. Great, great performance. Um, Andy, let's hear from you, bro. Yeah, I think I'm going to disagree. I think like in the first 20 to 30 minutes, like like um, Charles said, I think, um, yes, we had all the ball and we we um, tried to take the game to Arsenal, but Arsenal was set up perfectly. They kind of like looked to frustrate us and I literally thought like, oh, this is going to be one of them games. And obviously, like Kenneth said, ever since that moment where the crowd, because even the crowd was quiet up until that moment. So we were playing right into Arsenal's hands. So in that sense, this is why I said Arsenal were in control because the longer that goes on, the more beneficial that is for Arsenal. And you know, sometimes they caught us on the break. They didn't get a chance, but they didn't get a good chance. But they were they were get they were getting in behind a few times. So the longer that goes on, the better it's for Arsenal. And then they they may have nicked it. So I thought the game was heading heading in that direction, but obviously, um, it didn't. Shalom. So. Obviously, like I said, this is our first real challenge um, since our shocking start. Um, how do you feel we we performed as a team um, going against probably what one of the best teams in England at the moment? Um, for me, I think Kenner's statement says it all. Liverpool turned it on. And you're playing against one of the top, what is the first or second team in the league when they turn it on. It, that's it. Um, the first 30 minutes, um, we, were, we were definitely not in control of the game, but we played really well. So that's, that, that was a sign for me to see, okay, well, we, we have a good defence. It's been a while since I've you know, come to that realisation that we're actually good. Um, then you have Trent who can hit a, a cross on a sixpence. That happens. You can't, there's nothing you can do about it. It goes in. Second goal, you have a midfielder who's learning his, his trade in one of the top leagues, if not the top league in the, in the world. He makes a mistake. That's it. Game over. Third goal, same counter-attack. For, you, know, you just know how it goes. So really and truly, I'm very firstly proud of what they've done in the first 30 minutes because at least they can, they've shown me that we can build 
upon this. When Liverpool started their um, dominance, they they had kind of glimpse of okay, we can do this, but we're not we're not there yet. And I think that's where Arsenal are in terms of we know what we have to fix, and we and we will fix it. It will take some time, but we we'll get there. So, so just yeah. just on what you're, what you're saying, surely that's that's so frustrating because actually you're actually correct. Every single one of them goals, like there were mistakes, we were bro. But there were mistakes. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's what I'm saying. We were playing in their hands. But I mean, the first, I mean, I mean, the mistake. Sorry, the mistake for the first goal. So yeah. Ken, the mistake for the first goal was you could say it's obvious, but it's it's a, it's a foul. It's a foul. It's one of those things. You take it. I mean, you can say that um, Marnie should have been the marking on the back post. The marking on the yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's one because we're usually good at set pieces, defending and attacking. So it's just one of those things where any 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 other. I'll say eighty percent of people to anyone taking that free kick is not hitting Mane. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's one of those yeah. things where you just have to raise your hand and say, "Okay, this is the level, and that's the level we have to play on." And but also, that's you the have fact to... of where that's that's the difference because I think that was like forty second minute. Do you know how yeah. annoying it is just to get to half time yeah, yeah. nil nil? It's a different yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where you just have to take it on the chin. Um, honestly, t- to keep a buck. Um, um, ESR Saka didn't play as well. Um, Aubameyang is obviously you're talking giving that Mourinho um, comparison, and me, this is coming from an Oba fan. He's he's on on that verge of being washed. Um, what else? I think what we what, I think what we did really well is keep Emil Smith oh, yeah. and Saka quiet. Man. No, what you did really well, well, what won you the game was in the midfield. Nothing else. You can say your your defense like that doggy that. Thiago, bro. He got all of them, bro. Ox nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Ox, Fabinho, and if you watch Ox, marshaled ESR so well because that was a that was a ESR chance. I thought this is a goal. Ox read that, and I thought Ox was really played well. Like, I have to. That give was at nil nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the midfield, and that was just a different. Partey was clearly not fit. Um... ESR wasn't at the game. Sambi was doing his thing, but wasn't there to that extent. Obviously, Sambi Nuno. Some mistakes, man, as well. Yeah, the thing with the whole TNE Nuno thing is. Even Nuno's your does, guy, bro. This is my guy. Yeah, if Nuno doesn't make that mistake, then everyone wouldn't be saying, yeah, we should have put TNE. It's just one of those things. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just one well, of those man. things. So, but the I, same TNE has been baptized by Salah as well. So exactly. So, even in, in, to, to be fair, you guys can disagree. I thought Nuno actually dealt with Salah to a point. Salah wasn't wasn't you know wasn't scanning him or doing a madness. Nah, Salah so, Salah, nah, Salah only didn't do the what do you call it what he did to City and Watford or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. But Salah Salah panned him though. How general, though? How? Nah, overall, how? He, did, he just I didn't mean, skin him like that. But he, he panned him, bro. He was on him. The I only mistake. Andy, I think after a bit he was rattled by that um, pass back. But a mistake, yeah. Up, yeah. Mm. After that, it just sort of went downhill. Downhill. Uh, downhill. And I thought Arteta would protect him by kind of taking him out and putting Tierney yeah. in to manage the situation. He clearly didn't. So I'm not sure where, you know, now people are saying that he ain't going to play again. But yeah, it, it happens. It happens. So yeah, that's that's my that's my take on the game. Let's let the, the rest of the Arsenal lads talk about it. Finish franchise, yeah. man. I'm trying to hear I, from you, bro. I want to... I want to chime in for sure, man, if I can. Like, I feel like um, Shalom is definitely giving like Arsenal too much credit, man. I mean, let's be honest here. Like, we lost 4-0 and the only difference between like some of the Pamins we've received at Anfield in the past and this one really was 
we actually looked like we were playing well for 40 minutes. But truthfully, at no point in the game did we have control. Like, yeah, you can make an argument that in the first half, we had some control off the ball in terms of we weren't allowing Liverpool to do exactly what they wanted to do. But for me, like, after what, being unbeaten 10 games, and to be honest, I wasn't even following how long um, we were like unbeaten for, but you would think that you, we would come into this game with a little bit of confidence and, deve and having developed some good habits, but we just fell into the same like bullshit habits. Like, I mean, it's a completely unacceptable goal, the first goal, I'm sorry. Like, it's a great ball from Trent, but if you watch the replay, like Gabriel, he can see Mane behind him. He checks him once and he still lets him go. Like, it's, it's unacceptable for a centre-back to not be able to take ownership of that situation, get a body on Mane and like just force the ball wide for a corner, you know? So for me... You've undone all the hard work that you've put in in the first half. And then the second goal, I mean, like, yeah, sure. Someone made a good point on Twitter that I'd rather like Tavares makes that mistake than the likes of Cedric because he's young and he's learning, which is fair enough. But it's unacceptable, man. You're like, you're left footed, you're on your left foot. Be confident, knock the ball up the field. Why are you going back? And if you're going to go back, make the play. Do you know what I mean? I mean, for me, the game was effectively over at 2-0. Like, I, I didn't really give us much hope when Liverpool scored the opening goal, but at least we were still a goal down half time the game's over at that point so for me like um the, when the third and fourth goal goals went in it just showed us again that we're completely incapable of like actually getting to grips with an actual game like, i think this is the first time liverpool scored four goals all season i'm like i'm looking i'm looking at the previous games um they beat burnley 2-0 they beat palace 3-0 like so why is it arsenal coming to anfield and we're, we're holding four coming off the back of a 10 a 10 game unbeaten run in the league or something like, come on man so it's 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 just very very disappointing um, and again, for like, for me in these sort of games, like you're not going to get that many chances at Anfield. I understand, but like our attack, like from open play, man, it's just, it's horrific, man. Like, I mean, like, at no point did I think we were going to score in that game, you know? So that's something for, for me, we have to, we have to work on, you know? I mean, like it's been a nice run, but for me, I feel as if almost it's important that we kind of get results like this to kind of humble us a little bit. That, yeah, we're fifth, but we're a long way off from competing for a top four spot, man. So, yeah, man. Tabs, you know, last, so, week, yo, Tabs, yo. last week you said you wouldn't want an embarrassing result. In the end, I've just checked. You've been beat 11-0 by Chelsea, Liverpool and City. Mm -hmm. So, would it you count this as an embarrassing result? This is what I'm saying. That it's a, it, it was a, like, like how Shalom and um, Tosh have sort of said it, that 2-0, the game's done. Let's just manage the game. And then it sort of crumbled. That was the only negative I said. I think I told you as well that before the game, I'd bite my hand off if we get a draw. Like, honestly, because I don't remember the last time. I think it was Abu Dhabi and Kazola. Kazola. Like, that's the last time we won at Anfield. Uh, I hadn't even got to uni yet. The last time we went to... <laughs> well, it's 2012, 2012, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had not got to uni yet. So I didn't expect much. However, it was sort of that game where, in my opinion, I felt like... I feel like Arteta sort of put pressure on these guys to say, yo, this is the game you've got to show everyone and all of this. And he sort of hyped it to put these guys at the same level. And it wasn't that. And I sort of got that from his reaction with Klopp and going head to head with him. I felt like he, this is what he was doing before. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I felt like... Yeah, guys I, I, I was disappointed in that. I don't know what... Yeah, I, I feel like in the end, it became like, oh, this is the game that is going to show everyone that Arsenal, whatever, whatever. And I feel like that was maybe the wrong move. 
from him if if that's what nah, he did. You know what? It's just, bro, I, football I is so disagree, fickle. But that's it? good though. But that's, that's Fo- good. football um, is so fickle. I, if you, you know no, what? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a. I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I think I'm saying it could have played on these guys' mind because I actually I was, thought it would have the opposite reaction, you know, like Arteta getting into it. I thought, you know what? Okay, the boys are going to step up. They're going to fight for him the way he's doing on the sidelines. That's what I thought as well. We we crumbled, crumbled, man. Like, so for me, it was actually one of the most endearing moments I've had with Arteta as Arsenal. But do you not think it's the Anfield effect? Do you not yeah, think there's the Anfield? You, yeah, you, you don't want the fans. You don't want the fans, yeah. fans to get behind But if it was man. Emirates, it probably would have been different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Maybe. You know what's so annoying? And Tolson might just pipe up. Um, I felt like we needed a better granite in that game. <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and it's so bro, frustrating. That look on, guys. Why do you ask this, bro, bro. No, 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 listen, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about Granny's calamity, I'm talking about what he, the thing about him, what is so loved by other managers, just the maturity, the fact that he's there to step up, and that's what we needed, that's why I said we needed a better Granite, someone, a midfielder who can take control, just like how Thiago took control, just like how Fabinho took control, just, we needed that. And, and, experience, and, experience and experience as well. Yes, like, we needed that. As well. We needed like, that, and that's the problem. Um, is, um, I completely, I can't, I completely disagree with that, man. I'm Fair. not gonna lie, bro. Fair. Like anytime Jacker plays, he, he he makes something. He gets sent off. He does something bro, stupid, like, we, like, and he costs you. Anything, okay, just to just to be clear, I said we 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 don't need his calamity. We needed. But what, that's what he brings, though. If anything, okay. To be where he's played these. And that's yeah. the granite he's referring to. Okay, just to be clear to you, just to you, I'm not talking about Jacker as in like the the player Jack. I'm talking about that. The good thing about Jacker in a bet in a better player. Do you understand? Not Jacker, not Jacker himself, but I guess the he's the best thing about him. So we need a better player in the middle. Right? Yeah, I'm just gonna shut it down here. Just yeah. say, man. I've seen enough to know that Xhaka's never going to change you, man. So no, of course not. No, no, no. We just needed a controller. He's been I mean, like that since Gladbach, man. I can't lie. Barca are looking to sell Matthias. I, I think Arsenal should it's put their neck in. They're younger. Uh, uh, well, we, we uh, need two who? players in general. Sell who? Barca are looking to sell who? Um, Matthias, the young. No, the lit. No, Frankie the Young, you mean, man. Oh, Frankie the Young. Hey, my man. Frankie, 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 Frankie. Look at the Frankie the Young. Yeah, looking so to City for 75. Mad. Yeah. That is mad. Congrats so, to Liverpool. Um, three points in the bag. Um, you know, <laughs> pushing up to Chelsea. Um, Arsenal, like I said, brought back to life. Um, down to earth, I should say, more like. Um, we'll see how they bounce back in their next game. Moving over to the other side of North London, um, Calvin, you're a happy man. Conte's first dub wasn't easy. Um, a lead side that's been underperforming this season um, came to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, gave Spurs a challenge. However, um, Spurs turned it around. And for once, I think Jake Weisenberg mentioned this, no Son or Kane involvement in both their goals. Um, Calvin, how, how, were you pleased with the performance today? Uh, I was pleased with the second half performance, but first half was was a shambles. Um, Leeds dominated the game, deserved to go in one 0 up at half time. Um, and yeah, he must have given him a real bollocking at half time because we come out completely different. 
had a chance early on and I just feel like we just took the game to them more. Uh, we had more possession. We we stayed in the final third rather than the ball keep coming back. Um, and yeah, when we, once we got the equaliser, I knew we'd get the winner. So I'm kind of happy with the with the response, but not the overall performance, if that makes sense. But it's three big points for you guys. As obviously, you know, some teams have dropped points. You guys need to bounce back. I think you lost and drew your last two games. I'm not sure. Um, however, um, with other teams dropping, you've kind of got yourself back in a good position. What, what, what's next now? Is, are you, is Conte still finding his team, do you feel? Or does he know how he wants to play? Yeah, I think it's going to take time. Like, and he deserves the time to to work out who he feels should be in the eleven. Um And we've obviously, it's clear we've got a creativity problem. And at the moment, playing, well, today was Winks because Skip was suspended. Winks and Hoiberg, like, Winks had a better second half, but first half he was, was embarrassing. Hoiberg, like, I know he scored equaliser, but again, he's not really someone that's going to create in the final third. So I've, I've said before, like, we need to find a way to get Lacelso and Dumbele, even Brian Hill in this team. And I think it will take him time. But um, yeah, like the wing backs done well. I thought, I thought first half they were poor, but second half they got forward a lot more. It's going to take time, man. But I was impressed today with Kane. I know he didn't score and I know he missed a couple of chances. And to be fair, in the, in the second half towards the end, we, we could have killed the game off and it was a bit poor from him. But he was getting on the ball. He was getting in the box. He was putting himself about. So I'm just hoping in the next few weeks like he can get on the score sheet and that can build a bit of confidence and belief amongst the rest of the team. Looks like that hat-trick against San Marino is kind of walking. What was it? Was it a hat-trick? He scored four goals, didn't he? Yeah, he scored, he scored seven in the two games, man. So, do you know what it is? Like, obviously, I know that Kane, if he gets chances, will score goals, yeah? And that is something that we're struggling to do. We're struggling to create chances for him to score goals. However, I feel like it was his overall play. It, it was him working. It was him putting his body there. And I saw that today for the first time in, in a long time. So, yeah, man, the goals will come, man. I'm, I'm confident of that. And I just, yeah, Conte... I feel like he really got the players up for a second half, so I've got to give them credit for that. But there is still a lot of work that needs to be done. Boy, I hate to bring the United fans back in there, but you just mentioned Conte, um, a potential target of United. Prez, are you a bit yeah. disappointed that you guys weren't able to catch him now the news of Ole's happened? Um, is uh, Yes and no. I'm a little bit 50-50 with it because even prior to, uh, obviously, the Liverpool game happened and the rumours really started to swirl about Ole's exit, etc. And who the successor would be. Obviously, Conte was the strongest rumour. Um, but there was also always that question mark. I think that he would have done a, a good job, um, certainly better than Ole was doing. Um, however, there was always question marks about his... Um, his temperament and whether he would, uh, you know, get on with our board, uh, who has has shown numerous ni- numerous times that they haven't got it together, and you know, being being able to, um, I guess, when it comes to things like transfers, would he be supported and backed? Given the fact that we've got uh, a strong squad as it is, but he he would probably want to get in his targets um, to kind of. Um, support his style of play and tactics and formations that he uses. So I reckon there would have probably been an, a time where Conte would have walked away because I'm pretty sure he walked away from the inter job, right? He wasn't he wasn't fired um, because yeah. the, the board didn't back him financially. So I, I was just thinking that it would have pro- it would have been a similar situation at United. He would have probably after six months seen this went went going his way. So um, yeah, that was that was the worry that I had on that side. But as a manager, I would have taken him. Yeah. 
So in that actual game, um, Dan James got on the score sheet, another person that was uh, not a favourite of Ole. It's just funny how things work out, hey? Um, what would we say for Leeds, though? Just coming off Tottenham a bit, they're, they're definitely suffering from that second season syndrome. Um, do we see them being in danger of getting relegated? And this is just an open question. No, nah, I can't see it, man. I feel yeah, like they've had a lot of injuries. They've got a lot of injuries at the moment, yeah. And like Aylin, Bamford, I think Cock. Who else is out today? Rafinha obviously missed the game today. I don't know what happened to him, yeah. but like, I just feel as though once they get their players back, they'll be well, fine. First well, half, yeah. yeah, first half, they, they dominated us, man. Like they could have been two or three up. And, um, you know, like I feel like when you're coming up and you're having to play 19-year-olds up front and things like that, it's going to be a difficult thing, but he played well as well, right? He yeah, he looks like a good little yeah. play, you know. Yeah, 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 I, was, I, like I, I was impressed with him, definitely, man. Yeah. So, now nah, I think Leeds will be fine. So, Calvin, now with, with Conte in um, getting some sort of establishment, what, what, what's your hope for the end of the season? Like, what, what, what will you be satisfied with? Uh, well, like, obviously, I want top four, but I just don't know if he's gonna, he's got enough. Not even so much him, but player-wise, it'll be interesting to see what we do in January, whether he gets money to spend, but it's clear the players he's working with are below par. So I'd say like a top six finish and a trophy. I'll take that. Um, even just a trophy, to be honest with you. Like, I want to finish in the top six because obviously for the next season, we'll be in the Europa League and we've got another avenue to get into the Champions League. But yeah, a trophy more than anything. And just to see, just to get Tottenham back or my Tottenham back in it, like actually put the game on, enjoy watching it, actually maybe go back to the stadium and watch a game because ever since the Chelsea game, I ain't been back. I won't be going back until I see an improvement. Obviously, with Nuno gone now and Conte in, and we're we're slowly starting to show a little bit more promise. So, yeah, man. Hope you know, just, just on that, Calvin, because obviously, obviously, with Conte coming in, and you know, it's, it's going to take a, a while for him to implement his philosophy, um, and you to you actually seeing the the I guess the results and performances on the pitch that you want. But then I look at just to kind of switch away a little bit. I look at like Newcastle, and um, they got the three three draw against Brentford on the weekend. And I think Lascelles did an interview after the game and was basically like, he, he said, oh, the manager's come in. Because obviously Eddie Howe's the manager now. He was like, oh, the manager's come in. I implemented the ph- philosophy straight away and, and the, the players have bought into it. I was just like, that's bullshit, man. It's going to take some time before you actually start seeing what it is that the manager's trying to do and play. So are you are you prepared to wait and, and as a fan for that for that to happen before you start you know calling for his head or something? Yeah, definitely, man. We've got to be yeah. patient. We've had Nuno and Jose, man. <laughs> like the last mm. two managers we've had. Uh, Conte's proven manager everywhere he's been. He's brought success. He's brought a style of play. So we have to be patient. You can see he's mm. trying to do it, but he won't do it in a couple of weeks, especially with yeah. an international break in between that as well. In between that as well. So yeah, I think it will take time. But um, f- yeah, first and foremost, I have to buy into it. Yeah, so. there's not, but that, yeah, hundred percent that. But there's not enough quality, man. Like oh, mm. there's there's not. It's simple as that. Like I lost count the amount of times we lost the ball in the first half. Winks, Lucas Mora, not not good enough, man. Like that that needs to change. But yeah, patience is definitely what's needed. And I think me speaking like for myself, I'm willing to be patient. Mm. All right. Well, yeah. trying not to bite because you said Tottenham's back. So I was like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Um, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I never said Tottenham's back. <laughs> you said. I'd- you ain't gonna go because you want to see. Um, you want to see something about Tottenham being back. Like what? That's what you said, brother. Nah, nah. Yeah, I don't think Tottenham back. <laughs> what are you hearing, fam? You just all buzzing from yesterday. I I don't know about Tottenham being back in it, but I'm saying that there's a bit of passion, a bit of heart, a bit of 
desire. Their man ran second half. I ain't seen that in a while, so I have to give them yeah. props. But, Boys, but we're far from running. And Dombele, is he going to run again or what? Because I'm here looking kind of peak for him. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's some boy. Could he, he could, I feel like he could just be going back to France very soon, man, or something like that, which is a shame, but. Massive shame, man, because we all know he's got quality in there, but if he doesn't fit Conte's style of play, then yeah, you're just going to be wasted in there. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, say no more, man. Good things coming out of your corner. Um, Weisenberg, we forgot about you. Um, but as um, I think Tabo said prior to this, you know, Chelsea just getting dubs, dubs on a regular. So we'll keep it nice and short with you. Um, things are good in your corner. Um, convincing win against, uh, I said this to the chat, Leicester normally have like this um, decline towards the end of the season, but it's happening quite prematurely. They're just not performing. Um, however, you lot still need to get a result and you did 3-0 win, whitewash, early Saturday. I bet you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah, Absolutely. Like it was easy. Like that. I don't have much to say on it because it was just automatic. Like as soon as Ben Chilwell was put through on goal after five minutes and he hit the bar, it's like, well, we're going to walk this game. And we did. Leicester provided nothing. We had all the time in the world on the ball. We were dragging them side to side. It was lovely. Great start to my weekend. Nah, you man, Tosin. I know how you felt when I when I went through that phase of just saying, yeah, simple. You know, That's, what That's what Jake's doing. That's what Jake's doing. So disrespectful. Uh, thanks, thanks, Kenna. That that changed our lives. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, just let's just, just talk on Leicester. Do you man reckon Brendan oh. is looking to part as well now? You know what? Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> let that let that Brendan go United, boy. I was thinking the same thing. Like these brothers are tanking right now. Like, and they if just you saw his good. um his whole demeanor, his whole like. Everything about him on the touchline, man, he just looked fed up, man. Like, out of but, ideas, man. But do you think it's because Leicester have been very slow in getting a replacement for Vardy? I mean, they have Daka. Yeah, they've got Pats and But Daka. they didn't even I mean, start have, him, bro. They, he needs to play yeah, more. Yeah, he for sure. play I wouldn't even say he, he was a replacement for Vardy, if I'm honest. Like, Isn't the way, he? The way they've used him. I mean, they, they, Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I think Vardy, they should have they should have faced him out last season, man. Honestly. I mean, but but, but Vardy, Vardy's the, is the least of their issues. Look at Samare's um, when he was chasing Conte. But Samare, Samare yeah. will be a good player. He will, he will, uh, be, he will be. He will be good against yeah. Arsenal. He was poor. Against back, Chelsea, he was poor. Fana not be lo- being local. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So Yunchu, we all lied, man, saying that the whole Maguire thing. We lied, man. So Yunchu is crap. He's he's actually. <laughs> Nah, yeah, no, dead. no, he's yeah. cheeks, he's yeah, cheeks, he's terrible. Yeah, it, man. Yeah. Dead, we lied in it. But Daniel Marta as well, your he's brother. Dead as well. Dude. Dead. Looks Dude. good in a Ghana shirt, but dead. Um, yeah, man. No, 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 these guys were good as a unit, if that makes sense. Like, as a team, collectively, they, they played for each other and whatnot. For the last, like, last... Where's that Justin Donny? Where's that Justin Donny? He's, he's injured. injured. He's injured. injured. Still, still yeah, injured. they got injuries, man. Let's let's cut them some yeah, slack, Fofana man. Yeah, injured as well. It's true. I think as a collective, they're, st- they're still decent, man. Mm. But it's just not happening. Those are just slowly walking the way um, and potentially going to win the league. But it's going to be it's going to be a very close end to the season. Um, Jay, do you have any concerns or is everything just so gravy at your end? Um, at the minute, it's all gravy. But I know the fixtures are going to come thick and fast. We've got the Club World Cup that we have to deal with in January. So that pushes everything especially with more than likely Champions League qualification. So that's the only real concern. It's just 
how deep does the squad need to get? Like, because we've dealt with a decent you, amount of injuries. You lose Mendy as well for African Nation. Yeah, so we lose Mendy. But then Kepa, like, I'm more confident in Kepa than I've ever been. So I'll, I'll take that. Hey. And the defence in front of him is going to be fine. Jake, I've got a question. So mm-hmm. obviously, as of late, uh, Tushia has been trusting. We've all, we've always been talking about Cho, but he's been trusting Cho a lot more, and especially in his favourite position. And he's been actually playing, playing good. Yes. So what are you saying if, like, when Lukaku and Werner comes back, does he sit bench? Does he hold bench again, or do you think like he'll hold bench because of the hierarchy? Like, I, I mean, I but what do you what do you what do you want? I, I want to see Joe play more. Like, I think he's an incredibly dangerous player. Like he against Leicester. Amati and Albrighton didn't have a clue what to do with him. Like they were all over the joint. So I I love to see him play more, but it's just it's a numbers game. We play three up top. You've got Mason, who's probably the most automatic, uh, besides Lukaku. So then you've got Werner, Havertz, Pulisic, Ziyech, and Hudson Odoi really fighting for that one spot. It's just a numbers game at the end of the day. So like I appreciate like him making decisions to not go with the under 21s with England so that he can have a better standing that with was bold, to stay in. I, rate, I rated that yeah I rated that it. it was very I bold people uh, also yeah. said it was because he wanted to celebrate his birthday I don't know if that's just rumours <laughs> I won't dare that's comment funny. on that but I, I'll go with my agenda that he's done it to get a better standing in the squad and I've, it's made sense so far but people are coming back like Pulisic looks sharp Ziyech actually did something positive for once Obviously, good assist yeah Lukaku's going to get his spot Havertz has no end product somehow in the Premier League, but he continues to make movements that just drags everyone out of position. Right. So that's so that's twenty seven goals for Havertz and Werner in, in about hundred plus games. Concerns or not? Um, we've won a Champions League and we're currently top of the league while second top scorers. I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> wow. Genuinely, well, like I don't care less. about that end product at the minute because we're winning without it. If they mm. bring me an end product, fantastic. If they don't, I'm to be honest, shout out Havers though for the champs, but that Werner, I'm on to him. Yeah, not my problem. Adrian, I just want to yeah. say as well, Jake, James and Chilwell, man, them two. Like, oh, yeah, I was so impressed with them on Saturday. I'm not gonna lie, like the positions they're taking up and the fact like I'm seeing James dropping into midfield and driving, shrugging man off. I'm thinking, I made a shout last, um, I think last season that James is a better all round player than Trent, and I was laughed at. Yeah, now I know Trent is unbelievable, but I just think all round, like I never see James get skinned. And going forward, he's he's impressing me every week. Honestly, like remember last season, Mane, last Mane, season one Saka done his dance as well. Mane done his dance too, man. Like the the Prem right now is very much like a wing backs league. Like you look at the the top three teams, how consistent and how well their wing backs are performing, and like you're seeing where the results are coming from, bro. But it's not by Whoa. chance, in it. It's, it's not it's... by chance to have an attacking fullback, man. I keep telling people. But... All, no. all I know is, come the, it's a year to the World Cup now, right? If Gareth, which presumably, presumably he's going to go three slash five at the back, he needs to play Reese and Trent. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, he's got to do it. Yeah, there is too much quality from both of them. You know what's bad? Walker has to play as well. But Walker's got tickets <laughs> only, man. Yeah. It's actually nuts. Well, he, right, Walker can play centre, centre back. Reese can play right <laughs> centre back. Fuck it, lads. Where, like, hey, at this point. Where's that Maggie playing, bro? Bro, Maguire's just got. Oh, he's playing, playing FIFA at home, in, I heard. Yeah. You know he started, bro. Second captain. You know what's mad, yeah? He's out here doing, holding his hands to his ear, knee <laughs> sliding. Bro. And in the next game, he's getting bro. sent. What a DM. What's a donkey? He's a definition of a clown, you know that? Yeah. Yeah. 
man. Was that 18 million worth it, though? In no, hindsight, we, we answered this in episode one, man. <laughs> we answered this in episode one. No, no, no. Make sure you go back and listen. Uh, <laughs> Trust me. Uh, say no more. Time to head over to the bar and take some shots. I'm gonna leave the United boys last because, boy, I know the drinks are kind of heavy. But, um, Calvin, I know you got a shot. Yeah, man, little shot of Smirnoff vodka. Nothing too, too mad. Just a little cheap thing for Antonio Conte. Um, first home game, first home dub, first shot on target for like, I can't remember how long. So yeah, man, big up the man, them second half performance is much better and let's keep it up. We've got a decent run of fixtures now. I expect three wins out of the next three. Mm. Kenna, you got a shot? Yesterday, he got up to 51 assists for Liverpool Football Club at the age of 23. For context, Danny Alves got 123 and he's I think he's 39 now. So, yeah, well on route, man, to be the GOAT right back ever, man. Let's go. Shalom, you got a shot? Yeah, I took a shot of mezcal from my doggy Ramsdale. I'm pretty sure he was man of the match. Uh, someone can, you know, confirm. I'm sure he was given man of the match despite conceding four goals. So that's... No, it was Trent. Was it Trent? Who gave yeah. him man of the match? I think someone else gave... Anyways. Oh, it was probably, probably Arsenal, look. It was probably my man of the match because, geez, he's... He's been a revelation. So, um, yeah, shot goes out to Aaron Ramsdale. I might have to take that one with you, but I know President Andy were definitely looking out for every one of those goals. Hmm. That press. <laughs> <laughs> nah, press was stretching out yesterday. The agenda is steering, man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Criminal. Don't worry. And I know you got shot, though, Prez, after a tough week. Yeah, tough week, mate. Tough week. But um, yeah, man, shout out to a shot for Ole. I mean, all the best to him. He he did what he could. Um, but, you know, towards the end, he really started to expose himself and show he was out of his depth. But um, yeah, always going to be a legend at the club and obviously always welcome back at OT. But yeah, shout out Ole. Uh, say no more. Well, we'll keep on tabs at United Camp to see who's going to be coming in. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they get in. Um, Neville said earlier in an interview before the Man City game, he believes that United aren't even in a position to recruit someone. So we could see Darren maybe into the new year. Who knows? But as always, the boys of the bar will keep you updated um, with the news as well as the fact that Fantasy is getting right in the mixer. So make sure you're updating your teams. Um, as you know, there's a prize at the end of this um, season, a shirt of your own. Just make sure you're following us on the socials. Jake, I've got you my eyeline, brother. <laughs> Jake, you don't, you don't get the shirt, by the way, mate. Just just as a reminder. Oh, well, that is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. We're back again after a little break. We'll see you guys again next week. Peace. 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 Hey, guys.